Hello world, this is America's Supermom, and this is a special edition that I call the Corona Chronicles. During this time, we are suffering from a pandemic that is affecting everyone across the world. We are joined with the um, rules and regulations of uh, being shelter in place, which means we are limited with the ability to go about our daily business, confined to our homes based on a coronavirus that has been sweeping the entire world. Um, for some people, the effects could be mild. Uh, for others, it can be fatal. So we are coming together as um, a community, as uh, a family during this time of difficulty to share what it is like um, in our part of the world, how we are affected, and the things that we have in common, what kind of problems that um, are taking place in our industries and in our relationships and finances, and coming together so that we can um, plan for a better tomorrow. As this epidemic or pandemic um, crosses the world, you know, we are waiting for um, relief. We're waiting for the virus to um, die off and uh, for us to go back to some state of normalcy, whatever that may be, um, after um, things kind of settle down. So what is that going to look like once the dust settles? You know, how are things going to be different? So as we go through this um, process, we're coming together as a world to create ideas, strategies, connect in ways that we have never connected before. So that is the purpose of the special podcast that I call the Corona Chronicles, so that we can get some insight and have empathy and compassion on one another create new innovative ideas that can not only improve our life but our fellow brothers and sisters across the world thank you so much for joining us thank you guys so much for joining me today i'm really excited about my next guest uh zandra evans i actually just uh became acquainted with her when i did a summit with chelsea collie uh, the Survive and Thrive Summit. So I just want to give a shout out to Chelsea. want to thank her for um, this opportunity to connect with Sandra because I had never even uh, been aware of who she is. And ever since I saw her interview, I've just been a great fan. I was able to see her also uh, with Sharon Lecter on another Summit, and I'm really excited about an uh, opportunity to speak to her today because of her poise and just professionalism. I mean, I, I, I can't say enough. So I am overjoyed to have her with us today. So at this time, I'm going to give her the mic, so to speak, so she can introduce herself before we dive into the interview. Well, hi, Lachelle. Thank you so much for having me. 
Um, it, it's always a pleasure to do uh, different podcasts and to speak on different stages. And I want to give uh, Chelsea a shout out too. Uh, for stepping up and showing how she too is a first responder during this pandemic. I think she put on a really great program and uh, Lachelle out of it. I got to meet you. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You are so welcome. So let's just dive into you have just, I'm just impressed with your resume. Okay. <laughs> Tell everybody, you know, let alone the, uh, youthful secrets that you have to have going on because you were sharing about um, how long you've been doing things and your age. And I'm just like in awe. Okay. (laughs) So uh, we're now doing this audio, but I mean, if people, I'm going to add a picture to it just so people can see Uh um, just the blessing. So talk to us about, you know, a little bit about your journey and where you are today. Yeah. You know, I'm going to try to make it a short story because, you know, when it's many years, it could be a long story. (laughs) Right. Um, But but I'm going to try to summarize it into kind of an intro. You know, 40 years I spent in corporate America and I always tell people, yep, they were hiring back then when I was nine uh, so I could (laughs) stay in the 40s. Uh, longer, but that would not be the truth. Uh, 40 years in corporate America. And you know what? I I feel that I was fortunate. I've only had two jobs in corporate America my whole life uh, because Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm so committed and, um, you know, I stick with it. But every Mm -hmm. job that I had in corporate America was an executive level job where I was at the seat, you know, I had a seat at the table. Uh, And Mm -hmm. and so that's a beautiful thing. Now, I didn't always start out that way. I may have started out in a lower position and they just elevated me. So I'm very thankful and very humble about that. But the experience that I learned in corporate America really positioned me well uh, to be out here on my own and running a, a major corporation which I I didn't leave corporate America for that. Um, About three and a half years ago, going on four, I got the golden handshake. And that golden handshake was really my first layoff in my life. They were closing the division. And I was like, okay, everybody else was crying, but I was skipping and hopping and happy. And I said, something wrong with you, Zondra. You know, you the one off. And I, I thought about it. And the one thing Mm -hmm. that I had done is I created an exit strategy um, in good times. And I always encourage Mm. people, create your exit strategy. That's not just for a business. That's for an individual. You're working in these corporate jobs. You never know when they're going to let you go. So um, that happened almost four years ago. And since then, uh, it has catapulted into an amazing media journey in TV uh, that I never would have expected. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a, a best-selling author. You know, I'm, I'm a certified life leadership and, and transformation coach. That's what I do. I teach people how to lead. So when I left corporate, mm-hmm. I thought that's just what I'm going to be doing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But I think uh, God saw fit differently and uh, created this streaming platform called Zondra TV Network, Um, that I am now, you know, an executive producer for many shows. I, um, it's, it's been a crazy ride. It's fun. I love it. We have a studio in Addison, Texas, and it's amazing. This is so awesome. So, you know, this is great because a lot of people, you know, are in that place where you were, you know, like you said, about three and a half, four years ago, where, you know, they're not in the driver's seat, so to speak, and they
they have allowed other people to kind of be in control of their fate. But now that we're here at this juncture, and what advice would you give somebody who is there, you know, in terms of their mindset or something to do to kind of transition to continue to have hope or vision? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. And I, I, I guess I, it's twofold, Lachelle. I think about mm-hmm. this pandemic. This pandemic, um, as many people want to, you know, say it's a curse, but I, I see it as mm-hmm. a blessing. Uh, mm-hmm. I think if people could reframe their mindset into this being a blessing, um, it mm-hmm. restored a lot of things uh, back in the family structure that needed to be restored. Uh, but I mm-hmm. also think that it gave you time uh, to not have to be in your car commuting. You didn't have to do anything but sit at home and do your job. But I think it gave, it, it provided a time for of reflection to be able to say, who am I and why am I here? And then really have the time to create your next level of destiny because destiny is in levels. It's not like, oh, I'm, my destiny is when I die. No, your destiny is in levels. And so creating that next level of destiny. Okay, so explain that because, you know, I, I see that. That's a deep thing. I'm writing that down. So for people who are like, what do you mean by next level? Because, you know, we have this one track mind. A lot of times we, like you said, reflection is something we really don't even practice until right now that we're on some kind of quarantine and forced, so to speak, to have that time. So for somebody who is reflecting, explain the level Yeah. So I think that, uh, first of all, I'm going to talk about reflection um, because we Mm -hmm. have we have a really hard time as human beings um, being deliberate and what I call courageously intentional. Um, How many of Mm. you are courageously intentional enough to to start booking on your calendar a one on one with self? And when you Mm. book that one on one with self, how many of you are willing to be extremely quiet and still. And I'm talking about no cat, no dog, no uh, kids, no phone, no music, uh, no TV, no nothing. Just quiet time and ask yourself, who am I and why am I here? I can guarantee you, you're going to hear some answers of who you are and why you're here. Some things you'll need to kind of shore up in your life, but there'll be other things of opportunity. Then it becomes whether or not you're courageously intentional enough to access that opportunity. Love that. Now, so when we have that quiet time, this is the thing where a lot of people are kind of scared to have that quiet time. So what do you think is the thing that really prevents us, you know, and like you said, it is so appropriate to say courageously Mm -hmm. intentional. So what is it you think that really stops us from having that quiet time? I'm going to tell you, it's not having the quiet time. What stops us is what we're going to hear in the quiet time. Mm, Oh, if we we thought we could handle it, (laughs) we'd take that quiet time. But I'm going to tell you, um, there's a, you know, there's a Bible verse that talks about many are called, but few are chosen. And Mm -hmm. Lachelle, my philosophy on that is that many are called and few are chosen because God actually expects us to accept the call. Mm-hmm. 
We have to say yes to the call. And so when we spend that quiet time, we're going to hear something. And in our natural mind, we're going to say, how in the world can I make money with that? Or how will my family look at me if I say I'm getting ready to do X? Or what would my friends think if I do Z? This is going on in your mind. So you have those quiet moments even now, um, if it ain't but two times a day. And that's when you brush your teeth. Your eyes, I'm telling you, your ears are open and your mouth is closed and your eyes are piercing back into your own eyes, which is the window of your soul. And I promise you, you hear something. Ask who am I and why am I here when you brush your teeth every day? I guarantee you, you hear something, but you can't figure it out naturally. So true. That's good. Now, so moving on, you have created this somewhat of a empire, you know, legacy is the word I would term for this network, you know, so you have worked in a uh, one sector for 40 years and now you're doing this. So there's a lot of people that are at that juncture uh, of, you know, beginning again, so to speak. So what advice would you give them? Because, you know, this is just, can be a very intimidating time, you know, because you could be thinking I'm too old or, <laughs> you know, I don't know enough or, you know, nobody's going to listen. What if yeah. I, I you know, to thine own self be true and that you have to be mm-hmm. extremely um, committed to delivering the universe, your excellence, but it all starts with you. Mm-hmm. You have to believe in you there. You have to have you, your mm-hmm. confidence level. Who are you? You know, you, if you're not mm-hmm. confident in who you are and you're not deliberate about taking the necessary steps in order to create that new level of destiny, then you'll always be in the place that you're in. And that's really not what people want. They want to go to the next level or to mm-hmm. the ne- next level of destiny. That is good. Yeah. And so, you know, so true about being confident and deliberate. And I love the um, mindset. Everything that you've been talking to the audience about is being intentional, scheduling time. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I want to do this next best thing, but they just willy-nilly think it's going to come from the sky or, you know, whatever. They're going to run into that right person, but you have just illustrated how it is about being intentional, about scheduling, setting aside time. And that is so key to remember during uh, times like this. So what advice would you give the audience for, one, transitioning? You know, you've done a lot with media. You've had shows. And right now, um, some of these shows may be um, – kind of not taking place right now because people can't film the normal way with social distancing. So what advice would you give somebody in whatever industry they're in, in terms of um, transitioning to online temporarily or something? Oh, well, that, that's, a, I love that question because, uh, you, no, you can't film traditionally because of social distancing, but, you know, we have so much technology. I mean, I'm literally um, building technology right now uh, in order for me to do interviews mm. online. It's not 
It's not the same as being in the TV studio, but it still allows people to get their message out. I think I think you have to be creative. Um, you know, Angel Tessie mm-hmm. said something that I really loved. You know, are you going to be a first responder? There is technology where you can do mm-hmm. anything. In fact, I was um, at a meeting last week that was uh, virtual networking. And literally, you could see everybody's face mm-hmm. and you went from table to table. We did speed networking, going from table to table. I met so mm-hmm. many people. But this is the time to really start building relationships and, and looking how you can um, kind of level up in order to create that next level of destiny. I, I do believe um, that you that there will be billionaires that will come out of this uh, pandemic. And then there will be people that will just be stunted mm-hmm. because they seize up and really don't want to look at technology solutions. Technology is a wave of the future. So you've got to jump now and get in. Mm-hmm. I love this. And so, you know, the, even just that whole mindset of thinking how uh, someone can prosper during this time, is something that's not the norm, <laughs> you know, because you have so many people that are like, Oh Lord, we're at the end of the days and, you know, they have so much fear. So what is it that you also do in your daily routine or habits or things that allow you to kind of be in that space to have that very um, positive outlook? (laughs) It's kind of simple for me, though. (laughs) It's simple. You know, I pray, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm a prayer warrior. So Mm -hmm. I pray and I read. Uh, scripture every day, every morning. And I surround myself Mm -hmm. with um, positive music when I'm not in a meeting all day long. And so that keeps me um, level. That keeps me humble. It keeps me uh, thinking, you know, uh, about all things are possible. So that's that's what I do. It's those three Mm -hmm. things. And I used to walk four miles a day, before the pandemic, I, I've not been walking four miles a day uh, since that. Um, but you know what? I'm like, I'm going to go get my treadmill, you know, out of storage and get that thing back right. in here and start walking again. Because uh, where the studio is, we have a gym and, um, you know, gyms were closed. So but that's what I do. It's, it's three simple mm-hmm. things. I just pray, mm-hmm. read scripture and listen to, to music to help me stay in a certain mindset. That is so awesome. Yeah. And, you know, that's so important because, you know, I definitely see things as an opportunity. And, you know, when you don't watch the media, I just feel like sometimes I'm in a different world because I am just like seeing the positive. And, you know, reality comes when my kids say, Mommy, can we go somewhere? And then it's like, oh, we are in a pandemic. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I'm I'm not a big news watcher. Now, I I shouldn't say I'm not a big news watcher. I watch news, but I don't make news um, Mm -hmm. my first thing that comes into my space. Uh, And sometimes it might be a couple of days before I see the news and then people say, but did you know so-and-so? And I'll be like, oh, really? Let me go look it up. You know, I have to go look it up because... I think the news is not really meant to to motivate, encourage, and inspire. And so I just have to keep my mindset in a certain place. Um, Yeah, I got to keep my mindset in a certain place. 
so true. Now, so you mentioned that you're an author, so can you tell us, uh, you know, a book of yours that you would recommend people? I do. Uh, it's read? called The Power of Investing in mm-hmm. You. Um, and it was a bestseller oh. uh, on Amazon. And I and it's still out oh. there, so you can go out to Amazon uh-huh. and get the book, The Power of Investing in You. And it's an easy read. And really, it's all about you. It's talking about that you are the true asset mm-hmm. and that you are the true commodity. And even in a corporate job, I want people to know uh, that when people hire you, they hire you because you're an asset and that you are the true commodity. Uh, and if you were not there and all of the employees left, the company would go out of business. That is good. And so I think that is one of the things that really is the basis for a lot of people's confidence is investing in themselves. Now, for many of us who may be listening, investing in you is kind of like a foreign term because they think, oh, well, I'm getting my nails done or, you know, I'm getting my hair done. Explain to them what. Oh, it's so much deeper than that, Lachelle. Thank you for asking me that question. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. the power of investing in you in that book and and in my life, I'm just going to talk about my life. I've always lived my life about Mm -hmm. I'm the most valuable asset and resource, not 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 uh, being puffed up about it. I just know that I am. And so Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. extremely important that you um, have connections and collaborations and relationships that help to elevate your mindset and your thinking. Um, People that know things that you don't know. It's okay not to know. And you would be surprised how many people are willing to help you Um, And actually last week I learned something else, not only help you, but support you. That's a difference in just helping you, but to support Mm -hmm. you to get to the next level. So to me, um, you know, that, that, that's Mm -hmm. critically important. Mm -hmm. So true. And, you know, I got that same uh, (laughs) revelation about the support. That was something that really was mind blowing. I was like, you know, This is true. I hadn't thought about it like that. And, you know, you limit yourself sometimes based on what you ask for. And even when you think about that, Lachelle, help, help me, help me. I think of it like that, right? But when you say, Mm -hmm. would you support me? It it, it doesn't allow you to go support me. You know, it it, it kind of has right. this thing that allows you to stand up tall and say, would you be willing to support me? It's just exactly. a different question than, can you help me? I like it. Mm-hmm. So such a difference between yes. the victim or the victor mindset, is what I say. You know? Because, <laughs> say, hey, I was a victim for a while, so yeah. I'm glad to be on the other side. So um, this has just been great, just the insight that you've been able to offer the audience. And what is the best way for them? You know, it's uh, fairly easy. Um, One or two ways. Uh, Of course, I have you can call 469-712-7168 is, you you know, you can get uh, get a hold of me that way. And then the other way is just merely go to ZondraTV.com. And uh, you can get a hold of me that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty simple. 
That's good. Now, so you yeah. mentioned that you do coaching also. So what type of programs, because this is good, a lot of people reflect now and they're thinking about, you know, I need a coach or, you know, I know I can't do it by myself. Um, one, how do they know what type of coach to get? And then okay. you know, I, I don't think it's a coach in a box. So I don't believe that you can get one coach. So let me tell y'all that I have four coaches. I have a business mm-hmm. coach. I have a life coach. I have a media coach okay. and I have a spiritual coach. And they're all different people. Um, It's a one person solution Mm -hmm. most oftentimes. But what I do is I help people start out from a life perspective in order to understand how they can lead effectively and transform their life. So if you're looking for someone that can help transform your life, Mm. then I am that person. I I consider myself a self-investment strategist that will help you to come up with different self-investment initiatives in order to really transform your life. That is so good. And so what type of, um, I guess, what type of questions would someone um, ponder to think about? I love that. Anybody that is feeling as though I'm stuck. Yeah. Anybody that feels like, I want to do it, mm. but I'm, I don't know that I can do it. Anybody that doesn't feel mm-hmm. as though they're living the life they truly deserve, you need to call me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then what are the key elements, you know, because when it comes to coaching, you know, you can get that coach, but explain to the audience the importance <laughs> of being coachable. Uh, uh, you know, everybody is coachable, but I, I love that question, Michelle. Yeah, you have to be willing. Mm-hmm. You see, you want a coach, you have to be willing to mm-hmm. um, what I call become comfortable in uncomfortableness. Because when you are trying to navigate mm-hmm. your life, there's going to be some uncomfortableness, but you have to be willing to leverage that uncomfortableness into a a state of being comfortable. You got to have an open mindset and be willing to modify. I don't, I I don't want to say change, but modify the things that you're doing in your life so that you can live the best life. Mm, Love that. And so, you know, what are some, I guess, some ways that people can begin to implement that, modified mindset or thinking, you know, because, uh, again, you have people who are like, you know, I've had this time off and, you know, I have been working from home and, you know, I can start that business now, you know, I'm just going to do it and everything. So what are some, you know, small things that people can begin to. Yeah. Um, again, I want to, I, I'm going to use the, the, the word courageously intentional. You got to be courageously intentional to block out time for you. Um, and then um, the internet is a wealth of information. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to go get a coach right now, go to the internet. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have my, when I do business coaching, I have my mm-hmm. folks do a one page business plan. Why? Cause people get overwhelmed. I got to do how many pages, you know, 30 pages, business plan. No, let's start out with one page because that will help us to crystallize the vision. 
We gonna write it and make it plain on a one page business plan. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, but, but out there on the internet, there's tons of information out there, but I think everybody owes it to themselves mm -hmm. to get a free discovery call or a, you know, I give away complimentary 30 minute sessions because mm -hmm. I want you to know, um, you know, what it is to be a coach that I'm an unbiased partner, but I need you to be the willing participant. You know, I, I don't tell you uh, how to live. I, mm. I coach you on some best principles to live. Mm. I like that. And so when you're doing this business plan, because there's a lot of people, like you said, they get overwhelmed. They're going online. They're saying, oh, I need to have five years and how many staff and all this. What are the key things that they Yeah, you sure you need a mission. That one you need a vision. You need your short-term goals mm -hmm. and you need to know what resources mm -hmm. you need in order to fulfill your that level of destiny. If you don't have nothing but those four things, but you got to have it clear mm -hmm. because your mission and vision, you got to have it clear in your mind because how will you articulate it to other people? because you're going to need supporters in any business that you have. Mm. I love that. And so quickly, just kind of most people, they hear these terms and they think that they know what the definition mm -hmm. is, you know, between a mission and vision. And some people are like, oh, you know what? It's the same thing. So yeah, the vision the in my mind, and this is the way I um, have made it clear for me, the vision is flying, pretend you're in an airplane and you flying at, you know, 10 or 20,000 feet. Um, vision is, that's what it is, is a vision to save mm -hmm. the world almost, right? But the mission is like when you're approaching and getting ready mm -hmm. to land. And the mission to me is what are the people doing? What do you mm -hmm. see? What do you see happening as you're coming in on that approach? Mm -hmm. That's the mission. And the mission becomes extremely critical when you're ready to articulate to other people for support on what you're doing. So good. That's good. So this, these are definitely some good points for people to remember because, you know, we always have that motivation. You know, we're like, hey, I'm going to do it tomorrow. And, you know, we get... Um, gung-ho we get to doing it and you know right now just the whole uh presence on internet social media you know everybody who's at home they're at home doing these things showing up but what is the landscape going to look like post-pandemic it's what i always say you know it's just like when everybody's going to the gym you know for new year's and it lasts for six to eight weeks and then it's over with so um what are some key things maybe for some people to kind of be thinking about, mm -hmm. you know, that will give them the stamina to continue on? Yeah, I, you know, I'm kind of going to shift that question a little bit, Lachelle, and just say that if anybody is out there listening and you're thinking about mm -hmm. trying to structure your business, what am I going to do? This pandemic, um, you know, kind of confused on what you need to do. I will tell you this, every single business needs to have a virtual component to their business. And I happen to believe that streaming technology on TV mm. is one going to be the best way to create residual income for businesses. 
I don't care if you have a boutique, you could have a boutique and show your wares on streaming TV and literally have a subscription club just like you do with a magazine. So to me, streaming technology is the next evolution mm -hmm. of how people are ingesting information. And if you want to be an early adopter, an early responder, you'll be on streaming TV. That's good. That's good. And so I love the component of residual income. So yeah, residual income. Um, you know, I, I, and so this is a little bit of a reverse engineering and thinking. Most of us have Facebook groups and we spend a ton of time in those mm -hmm. Facebook groups, encouraging, motivating, sharing content. And you really don't get paid for that. I'm uh, out on a crusade to tell mm -hmm. uh, small business owners. You should have a subscription on TV, on Roku, on Amazon. You should have a you should have a subscription program and you should be building your tribe through subscription. I want you to think about nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month. And if you have five hundred people in your tribe, you're making somewhere close to about forty five hundred dollars a month residual income. And then you make Facebook a benefit to being a subscriber to your channel in your show. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's real good. Hey, that really makes a lot of sense. So how easy is it to start that? Who, who would they contact? I mean, of course, we're saying you. Network. You, you Just go on to Zondra TV and get your discovery call. <laughs> you, it's, I'm not saying I'm the catch-all be-all, but I will tell you this, Lachelle. I feel extremely uh, fortunate and so humble uh, mm -hmm. that I have roughly about 200 million potential mm -hmm. viewers because I'm not on one streaming channel. I'm on about six. So I'm on three Roku channels, one of which I own myself. Wow. I'm on okay. Amazon Fire. I'm on Chromecast and soon to be on Apple TV. So, and I'm on Comcast Cable regionally. So I've got a lot of distribution. And so to me, it's about, it's not just about being on TV, but aligning yourself mm -hmm. with someone that will distribute you on not only on Roku on one channel, but on three different Roku channels on Amazon Fire. You that really um, increases your potential. That is awesome. Now, so for these type of subscriptions or for a live streaming on these areas. Yeah, there's 30 minute um, shows. Could be an hour if you wanted minutes, it to be, but hour, we highly suggest in streaming that it's a 30 minute show. Uh, and we also legitimize your content by putting commercial development around it um, so that you don't have to worry about it until you stand up strong. Um, mm. And then, Lachelle, we've also created a TV and media incubator. Um, that lasts for 12 months. And that's part of you becoming a producer with Zondra TV Network. We teach you how to monetize your content. We teach you how to be successful in this streaming arena. Mm. That is awesome. Well, that definitely is uh, the way to go. And I hope a, a lot of people are listening and taking note of that because as we could see now, if all your eggs were in the basket of live events, a lot of people have unfortunately seen where that has gotten them during this pandemic. So it's very important for people to be proactive 
and look ahead into what is really happening in this uh, internet space and being able to have streamed shows right now. So that is the awesome thing. So this is great. Well, I think I'll definitely be one of those that discovery call. (laughs) Yes. So any final Uh, thoughts? You know, yeah, it's a couple of things. I just want to encourage the listeners. Um, Life circumstances really don't define you. They really only create depth in your character. And that how you respond to any situation actually dictates how you recover. And so I want to encourage people today. You know, we, we all have suffered a life circumstance through this pandemic. But listen, how you respond dictates how you recover. And so I want to encourage you that if you got something burning in your spirit, uh, down past below your belly button that you really want to bring to market, reach out reach out. There are people that are willing to support your vision and your dream, Um, but you have to ask. Mm -hmm. So good. That's awesome. Well, I really have appreciated this uh, time with you, Zandra. I know you are someone who is busy on the move, actively, you know, adding value to many. So I definitely want to say again how much I appreciate oh. this and I look forward to talking to every you call. Soon on uh, that yeah, call. It, it'll be worth <laughs> a while. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, you have a wonderful day and thanks again Bye-bye. for your time, okay? What a great interview. Sandra's insight is amazing. I love the concept of being courageously intentional about the levels that we desire to accomplish as we move up with our goals and aspirations. So what a wonderful interview and just insightful. I just have pages of notes and I hope that it was just as enlightening for the view for the listeners. Uh, if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, please feel free to email me at info at LachelleAtkins.com, or you can reach out to me through Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, or through my YouTube channel. I want to thank you guys very much for listening, and if something in this uh, message resonated with you, it was something you feel that you need to share, I encourage you to do so. It is free to pass on valuable insight to other people that can definitely transform their whole mindset, which could be a lifeline uh, to how people are living and giving life to the dreams and aspirations that they sometimes think are not possible. So thanks again for listening and have a great day.